SBS Radio. In this bulletin, Hobart Council meeting to decide if a controversial statue will be removed amid continued debate on gruesome past. A man charged over an alleged shooting at Canberra Airport faces court. And a vaccine production facility launched in Victoria to protect Australians from future health emergencies. Hobart Council to vote to determine if William Crowther's statue should be removed from Hobart's Franklin Square. The move comes amid continued debate surrounding a gruesome past that's generating ongoing distress to Palawa people. Crowther, a 19th century naturalist, surgeon and politician, cut off and stole the skull of Aboriginal man William Nunn after he died in 1869. Earlier this month, a Hobart Council committee unanimously agreed that Crowther should no longer be commemorated. The full council will vote tonight on whether the bronze statue will be removed or partially removed with a report identifying the potential for an alternative. Archaeologists are investigating the ruins of a leprosorium in the northern western Australian town of Cossack. The facilities were primarily used to incarcerate indigenous people with medical conditions. In the early 1900s, over two decades, hundreds of indigenous people with suspected diseases, including leprosy, were sent to leprosorium, leprosariums. Jed Parvan, an archaeologist from the University of Western Australia, says the investigation hopes to uncover evidence of mistreatment. It is the police and the pastoralists that were diagnosing the Aboriginal people as having disease. And what we know from historical records and um, archaeological evidence is a lot of people probably didn't have the diseases for which they were incarcerated for. The perpetrator of a shooting at Canberra Airport charged with three firearm offences has faced court this morning via video link. 63-year-old Ali Richard Amum did not appear for bail and will now remain in custody until the case recommences on September 5. He has been charged with unlawful possession of a firearm, discharging a firearm near a person, causing alarm and discharging a firearm at a building. Police allege the New South Wales man also fired a number of shots into a window on Sunday afternoon before being apprehended by federal police. A vaccine production facility is being developed at Monash University in Victoria to manufacture up to 100 million doses of mRNA vaccines each year. The joint state and federal government deal is part of vaccine preparation to support Australia through any future public health crisis. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says the pandemic has proven Australia must maintain its resilience, self-reliance and ramp up local production. Australia has become, I think, particularly vulnerable. Uh, We've become complacent for a long period of time that it was okay uh, for us to just uh, meander along. Uh, It's not. The federal government will contemplate more resourcing for the National Disability Insurance Scheme to stamp out the risk of fraud within the service. The move comes after the Australian Criminal Intelligence Commission raised concern about 15 to 20 percent of the scheme being potentially misused. NDIS Minister Bill Shorten, who is attending a National Disability Summit in Melbourne, agrees the scheme needs to be improved. Whilst I think it should be the best scheme in the world, it is not at the moment. And for too many people, it's become a bureaucratic nightmare. 
For too many people it isn't delivering the promise and it's become a source of stress and anxiety. I look at the ledger, the balance sheet of the NDIS, and there's more on the plus side than the negative side. There's more on the credit than the debit. A veteran New South Wales Labour frontbencher has stood down from his position amid allegations of bullying in Parliament. Walt Sakod says he has weighed up the findings of a review into harassment at Parliament and asked Labour leader Chris Mintz to let him stand aside. In a statement, he says he has spent more than 30 years with the Labour Party and he's stepping away from his opposition ministry duties. Mr Mintz says colleagues have expressed concerns about Mr Sekord and an investigation will now take place. There has been complaints about Mr Sekord's behaviour over the weekend and those complaints have been made to me. I've had contact with and discussions with those people. Uh, in each case and every case, those people have asked that it be, remain anonymous and the circumstances relating to it remain confidential. The federal government is reporting a high demand from applicants to come to Australia from Afghanistan a year after the fall of Kabul when the Taliban took over. The cap for humanitarian places is 31,500, but around 200,000 people are seeking to rebuild their lives in Australia once they escape the Taliban's control in Afghanistan. Immigration Minister Andrew Giles says this is a real priority, telling SBS News that the federal government is working through the overwhelming number of applications. We uh, evacuated around 6,000 people uh, at about this time last year. Uh, and we are working our way through this process, which has a number of stages. I think this year about 1,100, this this financial year, sorry, around uh, uh, 1,100 visas have been issued. And overseas, an explosion at a fireworks storage has sparked a large blaze at a popular market in the capital of Armenia on Sunday, killing one person. More than 50 people were injured in the blast at the Surmalu market, which is south of the city centre, but it's unclear what caused the ignition. The chairman of the National Assembly of Armenia, Alain Simonian, says rescuers are trying to find anyone who is trapped and and locate survivors. There is no information at the moment. We know that at the moment there are several victims. In all likelihood, there are still people under the rubble. Now the police and ambulances are trying to get people out of there as quickly as possible. There is no conclusion yet, but most likely a violation of fire discipline or something like that. India has bolstered security ahead of the 75th anniversary of independence when Prime Minister Narendra Modi will address the country. Heavy security is based near the border of Pakistan and sniffer dogs are outside New Delhi's Red Fort monitoring celebrations. Indian Army General Mukesh Singh spoke ahead of the celebrations which honours when India achieved independence from British colonial rule. We have carried out very, very detailed check of this area and entire area and entire Assam has been, you know, security checks have been carried by Indian Army. And last uh, week or so, this area has been totally sanitized. Artillery shelling has once again hit a Ukrainian city near the Russian-occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant. The opposing sides in the conflict are blaming, are blaming each other for the shelling on Sunday that has claimed one life. Russian troops have been based at Europe's largest nuclear power plant since March. 
A survey of aged care workers suggests staff in the sector are unsure that the government can pull off reforms for the industry. A report published today shows more than half of 1,100 workers thought it would be difficult to achieve new minimum care mandates. Aged care service consultants Space released the results and its chief David Griffith says more care is needed but it cannot be achieved with the current staffing levels. He told the ABC that a stable and growing workforce is needed to implement reforms but many staff, to de- but many staff plan to depart the sector. What we need to do as a nation is to stem the exodus of workers leaving the workforce. Now, there are two key reasons that workers leave the workforce. One is overstress and the other one is low pay. And to sport, the young Matildas have suffered a 2 0 loss to Brazil in their second match at the FIFA Under-20 World Cup in Costa Rica. The Australians were unable to back up their impressive 3-1 win over, Costa- over host Costa Rica in their opener three days earlier as Brazil dominated their clash. Striker Priscilla Frol da Silva opened the scoring for Brazil in the 26th minute and midfielder Alina Momes Amaro completed it in the 46th minute. Brazil had eight shots on target to Australia's one. The Australians next play Spain in their final pool match on Wednesday, August 17. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, a sunny day, 34 degrees. Perth, late rain, 23. Adelaide, showers and 14 degrees. Melbourne, much the same, 14 degrees as well. Hobart, showers and 14. Albury, Wodonga, cloudy day, 11 degrees. Canberra, a shower or two, 11. Wollongong, mostly sunny, 18. Sydney, much the same, 19 degrees. Newcastle, mostly sunny, 20 degrees. Brisbane, sunny day ahead, 22 degrees. Townsville, sunny, 26. Cairns, similar conditions. 29 degrees, Alice Springs, sunny 25, Darwin, sunny 34, and the Torres Strait Islands are mostly cloudy there and the top of 29 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. Want to hear more stories like this? Listen on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from.